Welcome to missionalmoney.com, where you create a compelling financial plan to visualize, track, and achieve your goals. Now, here's certified financial planner and coach, Jim Munchback, to help you gain more clarity, confidence, and contentment in your financial life. Hey there, welcome to another special episode of Missional Money Podcast. I'm Jim Munchback. I am CEO and founder of Bayrock Financial and Independent Fiduciary Advisory Firm in Houston, Texas. Uh, And I'm also host of the Missional Money Podcast. We've had a tremendous amount of news uh, related to the SVB banking crisis, and so I thought it would be helpful, and hopefully it will be helpful to share a few insights and thoughts and observations and some resources related to the banking crisis that we are going through right now. Uh, You can go to bayrockfinancial.com and you'll see, if you go to the homepage and just scroll down to the bottom, you'll find the article that I'm focusing on today, which is SVB Bank Crisis and Your Next Steps. So in this next few minutes, what I'd like to do is I'll share some resources and, like I said, some insights and perspectives, some of my thoughts. But primarily, I want to do three things. I want to give you three things to do uh, that I think will be helpful for you. One is just kind of what to watch. I'll share with you a little bit about what I'm watching in terms of uh, being your investment advisor. And this this post is really a special episode for Bayrock clients. So if you're if you've hired me to help manage your investments, then this is probably a helpful uh, piece of information for you, this post. Uh, You'll at least know what I'm thinking, what I'm watching, what I'm doing, and how I'm uh, managing the risk in your portfolio. Also, if you're a Bayrock client for financial planning, or if you're looking for someone to help you create a compelling financial plan uh, for your financial future, then this post will be helpful for you as well. Bayrock does financial planning and investment management. And so I want to focus on uh, what I believe is the most important next steps for you in this season of uncertainty and tremendous market volatility. So we'll talk about what to watch, what to avoid, and what to do. So hopefully you're not watching the markets the way I am on a day-by-day, hour-by-hour, and sometimes minute-by-minute you know, basis. I'm doing that because it's my job. I don't really love it. it requires this kind of attention, though, in times like this. We're, uh, we're really, uh, well, there's a lot of uncertainty in the market. And so there's a lot of information that I need to watch. You don't necessarily need to watch it, but if you're interested in keeping up with what I'm looking at, I'll be posting uh, what I'm watching over the next several weeks and months I'm going to be posting updates to this SVB banking crisis story as well. So what to watch? Uh, I'm watching the S&P 500, which is what I watch the most. It is a really good indicator, and I'll talk about that more in posts that will come uh, forward. Um, So, you know, if you're reading the news, that's probably, depending on where you're reading the news, uh, it could be helpful just to know what's going on. But what I want to encourage you to avoid is in all, and this happens every time we have anything 
that is scary in the markets. Anytime we have uncertainty, and it's pretty regularly that we have uh, things that happen in the world, in the United States, and government, in the markets that create volatility, markets going up and down and moving rapidly, and that's what's happening now, and that's what will be happening uh, in the near future as well. I promise you there will be volatility in the markets. But what you don't want to do is listen to people who are really getting paid and incentivated to scare you. And so that's happening a lot right now. So I posted, and if you look at the link, if you look at the post that I have in front of you right now, again, this is posted at the bayrockfinancial.com website, bayrockfinancial.com. I'll also post this at missionalmoney.com. But the links here, uh, there's a story. If I click on this link to panic, SVB, pan, SVB, that Silicon Valley Bank panic brokers. So I just posted a story from Slate. Uh, it was a pretty interesting story. So you can check that out. Um, it's just a encouragement for you to not listen to people who are actually um, paid to create fear. And that's what these guys do and gals on Wall Street a lot. So uh, moving on down, uh, again, I'm, I'm giving you a lot of information, posting a lot of information on the website, just in case you are interested in reading what I'm reading. I figured I'd go ahead and post it, make it easily accessible. I'll be talking about it in the weeks ahead again. Uh, but really, here's what I want to highlight for you is what to do next. And uh, you know, it's interesting to me when I think about SVB and what happened with them. I think for them, for the leaders, for the board of directors at SVB Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, they could have and should have been much more aware of what they had on their books and what was likely to be coming in terms of outflows. And so I think it makes a lot of sense uh, that you in your financial plan have some of the same risk and responsibility that a bank has. So the bank has deposits. SVB had deposits. They had people putting money in the bank, taking their money out, putting their money in, but they also had reserves. And in their case, and you can read all about it, it's been in the news. I'm no expert on this, but it makes total sense to me that SVB had a tremendous amount of uh, deposits, in other words, and they had a lot of loans out. And so they, their balance sheet, though, had a bunch of securities, bonds, treasuries that they purchased longer term. It's like buying a bond or a treasury security for 20, 30 years. These they're, they're very good assets, typically the safest assets you can possibly own. The problem is with the Federal Reserve raising interest rates, especially as quickly as they raised interest rates, what happens to all bonds and all uh, secured uh, treasuries is when interest rates go up, the value of those securities are inversely related. So the value of those securities go down. Every time I meet with a client this year and for the last several months, I've been having to explain how 
your portfolio is down because we had set up our clients more uh, in a more risk-averse fashion, which turned out to be uh, not great. Because when you had more bonds, more safe investments in your portfolio, and the Fed started raising interest rates quicker and more rapidly and more uh, more bigger rate hikes than we've seen in 40 years, and it happened so fast, the value of your bonds, of that safe part of your portfolio, plummeted. It did worse. Uh, bonds suffered more losses than they have in over 125 years. And you saw it. If you are invested in a conservative portfolio, you felt it. And that's the truth. And that's what happened with SVB. They had their portfolio, their reserves were in long dated treasuries and bonds. And the value of those went down. They're doesn't mean they're bad assets. They will recover. Uh, as soon as the Fed stops raising rates so quickly, we will see a lot of, I think, bonds are probably the most, the best asset class to be investing in right now. I really do, which is what I'm doing for my clients and for my own money. But my point is SVB should have, could have known that interest rates going up were, is go, was going to create a problem for them when they had depositors come and want to take money out. And that that's what happened. It, uh, and they had to raise some money. They had to sell some of their bonds, their treasuries, and they had to sell them at a discount to raise money to provide the cash that people were wanting. And that created a run on the bank. So hopefully it's a very uh, isolated thing. SVB had a business model that was uh, pretty unique. Uh, but anyway, that's my point here is this. SVB could have and should have done a little homework on their on what they had in their portfolio. And they should have had a little forethought about what kind of uh, money they needed to have in the bank uh, for a rainy day for people who needed to take money out. And you and I need to do the same thing. That's the basis of financial planning is, you know, you can have a lot of risk in your investments, but you don't want to have a lot of risk when the market goes down and you need the cash. And so one of the things that I help clients do is plan for and prepare for um, those kind of unexpected expenses that you may need. Having an emergency fund is one thing, but actually planning your finances, your financial life, your financial future with a conservative approach to making sure you have enough money to do whatever you need to do so that you don't have to take money out of your investments uh, at times like this. And so that's the first thing I want to recommend. The, the three things I want to encourage you to do. One is to update your financial plan and if you're looking at this post, if you're looking at your screen or just listening either way, go to bayrockfinancial.com and the links to do the things that I'm recommending that you do are right there. And we make it super easy. Uh, but what I want you to do is to update your financial plan. You can do that by going to Bayrock Financial. You can click on the link that says planning portal. You can create and 
design your financial plan in just a few minutes. You can at least get started. Once you get started, you can send me an email and I'll help you take the next steps. But if you haven't done that, it's a great time for you to do that. There's no charge to get started. Obviously, after we have our first meeting, if you need the assistance of a certified financial planner, we'll figure out a way, uh, a very low cost way for you to get the help you need. But updating your financial plan is critical. If you're a client of Bayrock and you have more than half a million dollars invested, comprehensive financial planning is complimentary. It's part of the deal. Um, if you're looking for someone to help you with that, give me a call. Reach out. My, You can reach me. You see these links that I'm showing on the screen now. They're on Bayrock Financial. They'll be on missionalmoney.com as well. Uh, just click on the link if you want to book an appointment. Update your financial plan. One of the things that I want you to do is to update. Just get to know what is your risk number. How much risk are you comfortable having in your investments? And then we'll take the next step and figure out how much risk do you actually have in your portfolio, in your investments. So the main idea is to take to get a complete picture of your financial life. And we'll do that with a, by creating a financial plan. But we also want to know how comfortable are you with risk? And then with that information, we'll take a deeper look into your portfolio to see what you have in your portfolio, how much risk you have in your portfolio. If SVB had done this, uh, they could have avoided their calamity uh, relatively easily. And so hopefully other banks are doing their due diligence. It's not, it's, it's kind of puzzling to me that that this happened, um, I know why it happened. Um, they just didn't, SVB didn't take the steps that a normal bank would take to prevent the losses. They didn't believe the Fed when Jerome Powell said again and again and again, we're going to keep raising interest rates. Most of us still don't believe Jerome Powell because he's raised, he, the Fed, they've raised interest rates so much it's unprecedented in our lifetime, pretty much. And I've known and believe and still believe that the Fed is going to break something. They always break something by doing what they do. They create a bubble and then they burst the bubble. They create the fire and then they send out the fire trucks to put their own fire out. And that's part of what happened here. But it's to be expected. And so there are things you can do to plan for the unexpected. So number one, update your financial plan. Number two, figure out what is your risk number and how much risk do you have in your portfolio. I can help you with that. It's easy. The next thing is just let's have a conversation. Once you get started building your financial plan, it's probably going to be helpful for you to sit down and uh, just have a conversation with a certified financial planner, someone who's trained to help you think through what's possible in your future, the risk and the opportunity that is ahead. Uh, so that's what I do. That's what I'm here for. And that's really the main point of this post today in the special uh, episode of Missional Money. It's been a little while since I posted an episode. I'm going to be posting more frequently. It is actually spring break, so I'm off this week from teaching personal finance at the University of Houston, and so I'm I'm I'm, I'm committing to be more consistent and posting 
on a weekly basis the Missional Money Podcast to help you create a financial plan. And I'll tell you more about that in the next episode. But for now, I just wanted you to see these next steps. Uh, you can connect with me. There's a link there to do that. Uh, and you can, all of these links are on bayrockfinancial.com and also at missionalmoney.com. But I would encourage you, I hope you will consider uh, subscribing to the podcast. And uh, if you wouldn't mind leaving a little uh, comment, uh, review, they call it a review. A five-star review would be really helpful uh, if there aren't that many reviews on the podcast. And that's the only way people find the podcast is if you'll take the time. It just takes a minute on your iPhone to do a review. And I'll show you how to do that. I'm going to post a video on my YouTube channel at Jim Munchback. I will post a video for how you do a review. So subscribe to the my YouTube channel, Jim Munchback. Uh, it's, it's a new channel. There's only a couple of subscribers at the moment, but I'm hoping to start to grow my YouTube channel at Jim Munchback on YouTube. So, and then you can also, if you want to get an email notification whenever I post updates uh, to the Bayrock Financial, that's a that's the uh, uh, compliance website. So, I mean, it, I am a uh, a registered investment advisor. So, anything I post at Bayrock goes through compliance. And if you want to get a, if you want to be notified when I post to Bayrock. You're, you can click on that subscription there at bayrockfinancial.com. Uh, there will be so many updates to this story. It is not over. It is just beginning. And so, again, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you'll be able to hear as I do some updates. One of the interesting pieces of news I found this week, and I'm sure you did too, is Barney Frank, this guy right here. <laughs> he was the co-editor, the co-writer of the Dodd-Frank Act which was uh, right after the great financial crisis. Uh, he turns out to be a board member on the bank of Signature Bank in New York, and it is one that failed. Uh, so, of course, he says it has nothing to do with his legislation, and, of course, it has nothing to do with his leadership on the board, I'm sure. Uh, so, anyway, some more content that I posted. What really happened at SVB Bank? If you want to know, just click on that link, and you'll get to see... Uh, my take is some of the things I'm reading. Uh, here's some some more uh, just interesting pieces of information. I'm just scrolling through, but you can see those. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about them today, but I do want to highlight these three articles that I posted on the website. One is the uh, crisis facility for banks. This is a new facility that was uh, that was created for uh, this banking crisis, BTFP. It is the Bank Term Funding Program, or BTFP. And that is a new bank crisis program. So that's one of the things I want you to just be aware of. It's good. It's, it's one of the reasons the market is recovering, uh, started to recover today. Another thing that I posted, another article that I posted that I thought would be helpful just to have access to is FDIC facts for depositors, creditors, and borrowers. And they've made some, uh, well, they've made some decisions in response to the banking crisis. And so they've posted a uh, press release, which I have 
post it on my website. So let's see. I think that's about it for now. Uh, let me go back to the original article. And again, I'm going to I'm going to post this video, which is not yet in the article because I'm doing the video now. But you'll be able to when you uh, subscribe to the podcast, you'll you'll be you'll be able to listen to the audio. Uh, but if you want to watch, if you're listening now in, in iTunes and you're not watching, just want you to know you can go to missionalmoney.com and you will see a video of the podcast. So you can listen or you can watch. In this episode, I didn't do a whole lot of, uh, didn't have a lot of charts, but sometimes I have charts. Sometimes I have graphics that are helpful today just had some some images that i created in canva and uh, lots of links so if you want to get the links i'll post those in itunes and i'll post them on the website but for now i just want to say thanks for listening Uh, you're welcome to click on the links to share this post on facebook and youtube twitter or email it to a friend And um, I thank you for listening, for watching and subscribing. And I hope to see you soon. Uh, Again, if you're looking for someone to help you create a comprehensive financial plan, uh, give us a try. Give me a try. I am the certified financial planner at Bayrock Financial. That's what I do. That's how I will pay for college for my grandkids, Caleb and Maddie. And uh, also, if you're looking for someone to manage your investments, we should talk. We're going to I'll be sharing some more information about what strategies we have in place for managing risk moving forward. And I'll be happy to share that with you. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have a great day. I'll see you next time.